Yes. Okay, so Dr. Ron Pohl is joining us now. Hi, Ron. Hey. Thanks so much for being with us. Uh, uh, Ron, have you ever forgotten that you had $300,000 worth of cash on you? I haven't, actually. I, I I did have that problem with a jar of honey once, though. And what happened to you with a jar of honey? Just quickly. $400 fine. Yeah. Okay. So this guy had to pay 500 He fails to declare uh, the fact that he has in cash 300 grand in his luggage. It gets sniffed out by detection dogs. Uh, is this a good decision by customs, uh, in your view? Well, it's hard to say, actually, um, because there are, there are some uh, odd factors. Um, but also the ombudsman's had a look at it as well. So there's that's a counterfailing uh, element there as well. So uh, without knowing all the facts, I, I can't make an actual call one way or the other, but there are certainly some strange factors. If you were to to look at it from in terms of uh, an international perspective, uh, and, and I think we have to because that's why this money has been returned, I think it's about international relations, surely this would have to be someone, and the, the details are quite secretive, someone from a pretty big ally. Um, not necessarily. It just depends on the circumstances with this particular um, with this particular country. But um, if we step back a little bit, um, one of the questions that I would look at is whether, um, if it was just an ordinary New Zealander in the situation, because we wouldn't, necess- you know, if we had made an honest mistake, um, we would like to have our money back as well. So that's the other countervailing thought. So you've got to really look at, you know, did customs do the right thing um, in all of the circumstances of the case? It's not necessarily an MFAT leaning on. Uh, customs uh, in this way. It would have to be a pretty extraordinary New Zealander who would forget that they had $300,000 of cash in their luggage, would it not? Oh, that's a, that's, that's a fair call. And, and some of those other um, things are strange too because um, it couldn't give a reasonable excuse. Um, located from various banks and currency exchanges, changing money all the way around the world as um, you know, as he goes, couldn't provide any receipts for any of that. I mean, those, those are all quite unusual um, uh, factors. Ron, do people get prosecuted for this regularly? No, not regularly. Um, our dogs are actually very, very good. Um, I did some work on this a little while back, uh, which showed that um, you know, as soon as the dogs came in, um, it, it just had an uh, almost immediate effect, um, and it just dropped away uh, enormously how much money was coming in. Ron, in terms of how this will play out uh, going forward, I, I guess there's, there's not much. I know that we're, we're hoping to speak with Jerry Brownlee shortly and get some some political uh, sort of political take on it. But there's there's very few details. There's lots of secrecy from the ombudsman. Uh, hmm. This is probably the end we're going to hear of this, isn't it? Possibly, um, although uh, now that it's over, some of those factors that caused um, that, that may have caused the, the ombudsman to make the decision the way he did might no longer be in play um, because it's all passed, it's all happened, the decisions have all been made, etc. So that element of secrecy may actually be less. Now, I don't know the answer to that um, because it depends on what uh, rationale the ombudsman used, um, but that's a possibility. So that, that now that it's over um, and this person is no longer facing the possibility of a fine, no longer facing... Um, uh, anything like that, then maybe some more could be released. Dr Ron Pohl, thank you so much for your expertise this afternoon. We're now going to head to Wellington. Jerry Brownlee, who of course is the National Party spokesman for Foreign Affairs, is joining us now. Thanks for being with us, Jerry. Uh, good afternoon. Hi. Jerry Customs gives back uh, 300 grand to a guy that said uh, he forgot, forgot, forgot to declare it. Uh, oopsie daisies. Uh, does that seem fair to you? Well, how many times have you done that in your life? Just forgotten that you had three hundred grand something in your bag. Oh, I've forgotten I've had a I've forgotten I've had a pot of honey in there, Jerry. But not a large yeah, amount no, of money. There's something very odd about all this, and I think um, a further explanation is required. 
I know that the minister sort of uh, said, oh, nothing to see here, let's all move on. Well, there's plenty to see, frankly. I mean, New Zealanders get picked up on the border all the time. But I'll tell you something else that happens. Um, if people do stuff through, uh, you know, online internet sales or, or other such, they buy stuff, and the seller at the other end doesn't put the right uh, description on it, uh, so nothing to do with the purchaser or to do with the seller, uh, and it's, uh, for example, a dutyable item, then it is the buyer who ends up having the product seized, having to pay the duty, and never getting the goods. So uh, a little bit of consistency here would be quite good from customs, and certainly an explanation when I'm truly overdue. Uh, just, just, just a note. We just heard from um, Ron Pohl, money laundering expert, and people actually don't get picked up for this stuff very often. He just said that this is not something that happens particularly often. Um, do you do you know any more details about this case? No, I don't. But it tells me that they must be looking at this particular individual. Um, you know, it, it, if someone has got a, a pile of cash or, or um, uh, negotiable instruments inside their baggage. Uh, yeah, it is probably hard to pick them up. But uh, we, in this case, they obviously searched, they found them, and uh, and, and they must have therefore, I think, been looking at them or, her, or whoever it was beforehand. So it looked a lot more to explain here. So, Jerry, normally if you get caught in this particular situation where you forget to declare $300,000, you can end, you know, you possibly could end up in jail for three months. This person paid $500 and got all their money back. Is What do you think about 500 bucks? Well, it, it it probably is a small fine to try and uh, minimise the the uh, need to for for greater explanation. What it's actually done is created the opposite. You know, look, the idea that you forget that you've got that money in your bag—I mean, come on—that's just ridiculous. And um, I think, uh, as I say, that they should there should be more of an explanation here. New Zealanders uh, who come home, as you said before, with a you know bang piece of fruit or some other thing like that, could be pinged. Uh, and signed quite heavily at the border. Uh, this just seems very, very light, very odd, and um, I, I think that should just explain a little bit more. Isn't it, isn't it true, though, that if you were in government and there were international relations at play, you'd probably be in the same boat saying, nothing to see here, move on, move on, no worries? Are there? Are there international relations at play here? I guess we don't well, know. Well, I suppose do we? if the Ministry of Foreign Affairs and Trade has to have a task force along with customs, then clearly th- there's something else going on here. Well, then please explain. I don't think you can. They can't get out of it just by saying, "Well, it's an international uh, relations issue, and therefore um, nothing to don't to be worried about. It's all been taken care of. Let's move on." I don't think that's acceptable. So, who do you think it is, Jerry? <laughs> I'm not going to speculate. Is it the Chinese? Is it the Americans? Oh, it's not appropriate to uh, speculate one way or the other. I'll say right. I'll save you here, Jerry. Thank you so much for your time today. Thanks, thanks, Jerry. That was Jerry Brownlee there.